Welcome to episode 219 of In Touch with iOS, the show that talks about iPhone, iPad, Apple Watch, Apple TV, and related technologies. I am your host, Dave Ginsberg. I am so excited. I have three guests this week. Uh, my first guest, a brand new guest to the show, uh, Ben Rathick. How you doing, Ben? Thanks for being here. I'm good. I'm good, Dave, and thanks to you for having me. Oh, absolutely thrilled to have you here. I really appreciate it. And uh, and as we had planned until I had a bit of a, a little falling, I wasn't feeling so well. We were supposed to record yesterday. This is being recorded on uh, uh, Friday. Uh, Michael DJ Eisenberg is here. How you doing, Michael? Thanks for being coming back to the I show. Did. Thanks, Dave. Appreciate being here. And... Uh, Last but certainly not least, uh, Patrice, mm-hmm. Patrice Brendamore is here. It's been a while. Thanks for being here, Patrice. It's been a while. I, I really had to hold back when you were counting us in because I, I wanted to say underpants, but I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jeff, has, Jeff has held that to, to, to Mac Voices Live, so I think he's uh-huh. he hasn't done too much. But I made up for it on last Tuesday when he wasn't there, so uh, <laughs> for Chuck's sake. So, But... Uh, Hey, we got a few things to talk about this week. A, lot, a fair amount of news, uh, but of course, the Apple event is coming up very shortly here next uh, Wednesday, mm-hmm. September 7th, as we record this. Um, so, we'll probably talk a lot about that and uh, a few other topics, but I thought that we'd just uh, jump right in. Let's, uh, let's uh, hit some of the news here for this week. Um, first story here uh, new online tool lets you see how far iPhone cameras have come in 15 years. Um, this is uh, uh, smartphones have have, have appro- improved significantly since the release of the iPhone 7 2007 crazy it's been so long 15 years uh, and now there's a nifty vi- visualization to prove it there's an inner an interactive comparison tool that lets you compare the camera's quality of every iPhone up from the very first all the way up to the 13 pro max there's a link in the uh, article as well as in the show notes pretty amazing little way to just kind of show where things have gone with uh, iphone cameras uh some of these some of these phones on here i don't even know who they are some there are some other models (laughs) besides iphones but uh uh this is this is cool and i really think we're going to talk a little bit about cameras obviously with uh, the announcement coming here soon uh um but showing the image quality between all these devices uh so the first the first actually the comparison is uh other phones and then there's the iphone um and it has a really cool grid showing all the differences but boy what 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 a difference um what do you think patrice yeah it's i mean if you compare it like the 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 first like 2007 phone it's kind of dark and i mean for sure the the resolution probably wasn't great but you can't tell on the small photo even all that much but you see like all the colors are kind of gray and everything's kind of dark and then you scroll down to 2021 the the 13 pro and everything is like really nice and vibrant and just looks like a real life like it's not like a washed out version of what you were seeing it looks like okay i could be there right now and yeah it's i mean it's been 15 years I can't believe it. The iPhone's been that long. Um, ben, yeah, you, you you do a lot of photography with the iPhone. What uh, what do you think of this? Oh yeah, I I mean I've personally seen how well it's grown since the three GS yeah. all the way up to the Me twelve too. Pro Max. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean it's just remarkable how much everything has grown. I honestly I have gone from iPhone pictures being significantly worse than a dedicated camera <laughs> to stop carrying around my dedicated camera right using it when there are certain use cases I sold mine <laughs> yeah I should too with I mean, my DSLR <laughs> yeah because I mean honestly unless you are doing specific high zoom applications your iPhone or for Android users, your their fo- their cameras as well are going to be more than good enough for ninety nine percent of video and photo applications. Yeah, I mean a lot of professionals even these days for certain shots in certain situations use them because they think it's just the better for that situation the best camera they have. Mm-hmm. And it's always in your pocket. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Uh, any thoughts on that, Michael? Well, several. I. Uh... Before the iPhone came out with the great camera, I got a Sony DSL DSLR 
camera for like $500. And then the iPhone comes out. It's like, do I really need this? Because I mean, the camera's huge and bulky as Ben was com- commenting on, but it, it kind of dawned on me the other day that I don't need to look at this graphic from the article to realize how the iPhone's grown because anyone with a Facebook account who gets reminded <laughs> of an event five, 10, 15 years ago can see the quality of their iPhone camera uh, photos just improving over time. Right. And it's also funny that sometimes I'll get new pictures from family and friends. I'm like, so I know you have an iPhone, but you don't have the most current one, do you? Because you've got like maybe several generations back or a lot of generations back because of the quality of the picture that comes mm-hmm. out. And it frustrates me. My my wife gets one and she hangs on to it for three to five years and her photos aren't as nice as mine. And I'm like, okay, so we need to use my camera, my phone, not yours. And she's like, well, there's nothing wrong with mine. I'm like, You're, it's fine, but mine's a little better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get I get every day. Actually, every day I look in, in OneDrive at the photos mm-hmm. that I took over the years. And you can tell, yeah. like you go back to, I think, twenty like 2011 or so. I think it's the first yeah. one I have. And yeah. it's a massive difference. Like sometimes yeah. I'm like, I'm, I'm, I look at it and I'm like a little sad because I wish I had a better photo of it, of, of the situation. So. A- a- Apple needs to come out with some sort of app where you can magically improve your, mm-hmm. your iPhone 7 apps to look like iPhone phone 13 apps um mm-hmm. but that's probably way above my pay grade yeah. <laughs> yeah i mean if they could do if they could do that in machine learning mm-hmm. i mean the, the way that uh i mean i think they can do that actually yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it's probably beyond what the phone can do right now but i mean they have oh, yeah. been like they've been movie like movie re-releases recently mm-hmm. that were basically improved with ai Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, so like the I, colorization of black and white. Yeah, kind of. Kind of. Yeah, kind of. But yeah. like it, it, it cleared up the quality. Like when it was mm-hmm. shot on like lower quality, it, it like they they rested up. I think even to eight K and then down it again to like four K stuff like that. Oh wow. Um. So I mean th- that's not that's not something that you and me have available and probably cost a lot of money to do that. Um, so probably still a little bit beyond the iPhone, but eventually I think we will get that and that would be cool. Yep. I will say this. The photo behind me is 100% Apple. (laughs) (laughs) I'm good, but I ain't that good. Mm -hmm. Wait, Apple, they, they took it or you took it with an Apple device. Um, the, uh, the, what the iPhone does is it Mm -hmm. takes several images and uses machine learning to kind of improve everything. So wait, did you take that picture though behind you? Yeah, that was okay. Name. Okay, okay. That's I wasn't sure if you're talking about like this is this from their their album of photos they give you hmm. with every new update kind of thing. Nope. I, I took that. Apple made it actually decent. <laughs> it, it looks very good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, well, sure. Um, all right, let's go ahead and move on here. Um, next story. Apple settles lawsuit with a developer over uh, App Store scams. Um, This is actually from Apple Insider. Our friend Andrew Orr wrote this article here. Um, Apple has reached a settlement with uh, Costa. I'll probably fumble this. uh, Etheru, a developer who sued the company over scams in the App Store and copycat keyboards. He's known for fake. Re- he he is known for fake reviews on the App Store as well as his prevalence of scam apps. He developed FlickType and Apple Watch keyboard. Um, he he found an abundance of apps that co- that copy copied FlickType and these competitors ever even go so far as stealing his promo videos. Jeez, mm. um, expressing his frustration with the App Store review team over the the apps copied and pasted. The, he uh, copied and pasted the reviews with five five star ratings. Uh, he sued Apple in 2021 when, after Apple released the Apple Watch Series Seven. Thanks to developer device's larger screen, the company released a full keyboard for its own swiping capabilities. Um, Apple rejected the flick type numerous times in the past, but didn't remove the copycat apps. So I can see why he's a little unhappy with yeah. this. Uh, so, but Apple did settle a lawsuit with him and, a, and, and a request for dimiss- dismissal of the lawsuit was filed in July of 2021 after Apple and k his company uh, finalized an agreement. 
Well, of course, we got the lawyer here in 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 the room here. So I thought, why not, Michael? Why don't you? What do you tell? Think about this. Well, you know what this reminds me of. And please remember, I'm not giving out legal advice, and I'm not an expert in this particular area. But right. what it does remind me of is that when you put a review on Yelp, or for instance, a lawyer review site, uh, the company has quote unquote no responsibility uh, to make sure whether or not it's true and accurate or not. And that seems to be what's going on here with Apple, that Apple's like, you know, OK, we saw you. We didn't see them. So we're just getting rid of you. And it's, they're not being responsive to the complaints of uh, that particular individual that, hey, mm-hmm. there's nothing wrong with mine. And B, you've got these other people doing the same things you're accusing me of, but you're not going after them. So it's a complete hands off approach in both areas. And that that just drives me nuts because it's shirking responsibility and it's negatively impacting others. So if you're on Yelp and you got this restaurant, this person gives you a zero referral because, you know, they're per- they got a vendetta against you. They had one bad day of service or the client or the uh, customer was just a jerk and you can't get rid of it. I mean, that's just ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And same thing kind of is going on with the Apple store. They're just taking a hands-off approach. And as long as they're getting money, they don't care. You know, Yelp doesn't care because they're getting money by their, because they're getting traffic. And the same mm-hmm. thing with like a lot of the lawyer review uh, sites. Um, I don't participate in any of them. You know, I've got good reviews. I got bad reviews. And some mm-hmm. of the reviews I'm like, I don't know where they're coming from. Um, it's, it's like uh, there's one I'm thinking of in particular where, you know, I, I got a, a one star out of five because I'm just a horrible person. Fine. But I've never met you. Um, and that, of course, affects the, the overall you know ratings that you get from that site. And of course, I don't, not that I'm using it, but people that doesn't mean people aren't looking at it. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, by the way, David, you said that that he was known for for bad reviews. Um, yeah, that's what's said in the article. Uh, anyway. No, no, it, he was known for highlighting fake reviews. Oh, I'm sorry, <laughs> I, I did. I misspoke. Thank you. Yeah, that, I think my apologies. Distinction, like he thank was you. known very for much, highlighting and pointing very much a distinction. Out. Yes, please. Thank you yeah. for the correction. That, that that was bad. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, but but yeah, I'm I'm with Michael on this one. Like it's. Apple I mean, Apple is not treating everybody equally. They they pretend to, but they don't. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. someone gets rejected, like he got rejected for a feature and there were like a million apps in the store that already do that. And we've heard many stories like that where someone gets rejected for something that others are doing. And, and, and if you tell that to Apple, Apple is like, well, that we don't care because we're talking about you. Well, you know, if I may, it sounds like, like with the problem that Facebook's having, and we could say the same with Apple and Yelp and mm. other sites, is that they don't want to be a content monitor unless it's just like extremely in their face. And perfectly, you have a responsibility. If this is your platform, you have a responsibility mm. to make sure it's safe and accurate and fair to everybody and also not going to cause harm to anyone. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you invite someone into your house they slip and fall on a toy or, you know, a, 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 a spill of water or whatever. And it's like, oh, that's not my fault. You know, I, yeah, I own the house, but I'm not monitoring it. Um, you know, <laughs> that's not exactly how it would work in, a, in, in many states. I won't say which ones. <laughs> <laughs> any, any thoughts, Ben, before we move on? I mean, copycats have been a problem with the app store since basically day one. I mean, you ha- I'm not going to say who, well, I mean, you have companies like Gameloft who have made a business out of, shall we say, games inspired by other games. I mean, you have, you know, Everybody comes up with an app and 300,000 copies of it are up the next week. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not as unsafe as Android, but honestly, Apple doesn't seem to much care about the developers other than how they affect their bottom line. Yep. Yep. I agree. Okay. Uh Next story here, uh, Satachi, which is one of my favorite uh, accessories makers, 
launched a new USB-C hub for the M1 iPads. Uh, popular so, uh, accessory maker Satachi announced uh, the launch of an upgraded USB-C Mobile Pro Hub SD that had been developed for the M1 Pro iPad Pro, which I own. It also works with the M1 Air iPad Air. The hub includes a 60-watt uh, USB-C port that can be used for charging an iPad. Uh, also can, can charge USB devices that are connected to it. So Scott, uh, it goes with the HDMI, it's got SD card, SD card and micro SD, and, and it's also got audio, that, an audio jack in there as well. Of course, I had to buy it. <laughs> it hasn't arrived. <laughs> of course. It hasn't arrived just uh, yet, but I'm going to definitely do a review of it. Uh, it might might be a cool thing next week I'm on our certain show, the Mac show, at some, at some point. <laughs> uh, so, uh, uh, yeah, I, I, they, they make some great stuff, uh, Patrice. I don't know you buy. I'm sure you, you, all, you all have bought and purchased. A, uh, oh, for sure. For, I, I, I don't even remember what I have bought uh, of theirs yeah. because it has been so much. Yeah, their, yeah. their, their products are in general great. And I think this is a good, I mean, is it the only on the market? No, like USB-C hubs, has no. or, yeah, USB-C hubs have been out there. Um, but I really like this one. Like it's it's nice and small. I mean, it's basically for the use case where you want to maybe charge your iPad and like use an, an, a, like whatever USB device or, or connect to HDMI for, I mean, probably a frequent use case right. connected to like by HDMI to a TV or a projector or something and charge it at the same time. Exactly. And maybe, I don't know, load the presentation from a USB stick that you're showing. Um, and yeah, that's, it's, it's quite nice. Like, yeah. And it's not expensive. Like 70 bucks is not, I mean, for, for a good product like this, yeah. it's not that. I think I got a th- I got the twenty percent discount that was through. Mm-hmm. I still I'm still active as we record this until September fifth, yeah. so it was a good deal. Mm-hmm. I, saw, I saw both you guys shaking your heads. Any thoughts before we move on? You know, I've never forgive me, Ben. I've never used I've never used the iPad in such a way that I've needed all those ports. Um, <laughs> I, yeah. I realize that there's probably more I could use out of it, but for the iPad, it's just not the laptop killer yeah. that I need it to be. And so I'm I always have my laptop with me. Mm. Yep. I will actually take somewhat the opposite approach here. I mean, I've been on the Mac since the the early 90s. I'm used to the Mac to the point where I don't know if I can fully go over to the iPad. But I mean, with a high quality hub like this, the iPad is definitely being able to be the main computer for the vast majority of people yeah i mean one one case where i would use something like this and actually i have another hub that i use for that is um when you're like traveling and you want to watch tv and you don't want to carry your apple tv with you which you could but i mean sometimes it's just just too much but you have your ipad just plug in this hub plug in like the the uh, like hotel tv and the charger so the, the battery doesn't die on you and you can watch TV from your iPad on the whatever big screen they have. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. So, all right. Then the last story this week, uh, T-Mobile has added free Apple TV Plus to its most popular Magenta Max plan. T-Mobile uh, announced that uh, they're adding the, the Apple TV Plus subscription to their plan, giving T-Mobile customers unlimited access to Apple's original content, the hit shows, and all. According, I can't wait till Ted Lasso comes back out. Uh, and so they they did announce this, and this seems like kind of a trend. A lot of carriers, especially T-Mobile, I'm a T-Mobile customer, very happy T-Mobile customer for that matter, mm-hmm. and. Um, and they seem to be all. I mean, I get Netflix more or less for free, and I get uh, some of the other services. But this doesn't include. I, I looked at the fine print. It doesn't include if you have the Apple One bundle. So if you've already bundled it, uh, you're not going to get it. So, mm. what do you think, Ben? I think at this point, T-Mobile is giving you half your rent yeah. in the uh, Magenta Max plan. Yeah. Um, I mean, this is kind of T-Mobile's way. Um, I mean, they have historically had a lesser network. Definitely not now. They've improved that considerably. Yeah. Right. Uh, pointing over the sprint spectrum. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, they are, they know that they are a little bit behind when it comes to mind share. So they're given a lot of freebies. Yeah, they do. Yeah. And I mean, given how much you pay for that plan, I mean, you should get something. <laughs> yeah, for yeah. sure. Any thoughts, uh, Michael? 
I've got none. Uh, it's just another marketing ploy, and I get it. And you know, it's what they need to do to get more customers. Yes, for the blog, I use Verizon. For the firm, I use AT and T, and I've been very happy with AT and T. And uh, I have no no comments about Verizon mm-hmm. for that matter. Yeah, that's yeah. Good, I mean, good and I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure Apple was paying a little bit for that too. Oh, I'm sure. Like I but bet. Keeps, uh, keeps oh, I don't think. I don't think Apple's paying for that at all. I, I think T-Mobile's paying for that. I mean, Apple has been doing uh, Apple TV Plus promotions a lot. Like, I mean, they did it with Best Buy, for example. They've done yeah. it with a couple others. So I think I think there is probably a little bit of that. Like, Apple is willing to do it and, like, either give them, give them a little bit of a discount and say, like, T-Mobile, you don't, like, get charged a full price or something. I'm pretty sure, they, like, Apple is somehow involved in that one. Perhaps. Yep. Absolutely. All right. Uh, that's news this week. Uh, as we always do every week on the show here, we talk about uh, beta and uh, this week is no exception. Beta, beta this week, iOS 16 beta eight has been released. Um, notably, they've got uh, have, have introduced a revamped lock screen that offers a new level of personalization and customization mm-hmm. through widgets, uh, notification <laughs> redesign, adjustment fonts, lots of, different stuff here and then we've been talking about it for weeks now i, I think it's an it's uh inevitable here it's going to be released next week or probably possibly the following tuesday uh, before the iphone 14 is released so uh, uh ben do you, do you do any beta do you dabble in beta, beta oh yes yeah i've been on the beta since the public beta was released okay um i mean w- with how quickly they're releasing updates on this and the fact that i've seen most most of if not all uh the bugs i've noticed be completed i think this is probably the last update before the rc yeah no 100 yeah 100 100 and uh definitely looks uh and i ipad os obviously as we reported last week is separated now because it's it uh it's not going to be released uh uh, next week because uh, they're they're still working on it, so it's going to go. Uh, actually, iPad OS sixteen point one is probably going to be the first release for that version, so we're going to be uh, going that. I know, Michael, you don't dabble in any beta for this, right? I, I don't touch it. It's, it's too risky, and I mean, for the blog, I have a Windows device, not a Mac device, and although you know, you see that I got an old iMac there that's ended its lease, and I'm on a MacBook Pro right now. Um, I don't, I don't touch, uh, betas because if something goes down, I'm, you know, screwed. That's why, that's why I have spare devices that I do it on. I know Patrice, you live on the edge. You have everything on beta. I I have everything on beta. I think this machine might be the only one that's not, um, mostly because audio hijack is not working because if audio hijack was working, I'd switched a long time ago. Yeah. So uh, like I'm, I'm a, I'm a a developer at heart and I do a lot of, lot of development stuff. And like, I mean, I would say 50% of my software is beta, like even including audio hijack, by the way, that's a beta software and having stop. So, yeah. And you got watch watch OS nine betas out, and you got TV OS uh, sixteen mm-hmm. that's out that's being worked yeah. as well. So you would anticipate those two would probably be released uh, since there's going to be an Apple yeah. Watch. We'll it, talk about it in just a second. It's going to be it's going to yeah. be awkward for about a month for a lot of developers because uh, like mm-hmm. iOS the the new iOS is out, and we're going to release like our software on that, but we can't do it on iPad OS. And for some people who have like, it's the same binary that works across multiple platforms. That's going to be a little bit of a problem. Like you yeah. can't release your, you can't release your, your iPad built yet, or you can't even release your iPad, your iPhone or iOS built yet because um, it wouldn't work on iPads. Yeah. Yeah. I so, wonder if we're going to see some apps just held back till October. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could see that. I mean, I hopefully consider. not, because I mean, hopefully you've written your stuff in a way that it still works on the old uh, old OS. But I think there will be some some people who do that. Absolutely. So let's uh, that, let's that kind of is a good way to lead right into what you know, the big discussion this week. The uh, <laughs> where our predictions, what's going to happen at the Apple event? The Apple event's going to be on Wednesday, September seventh. Unusual uh, day this time. I think the last time they had it on a Wednesday was back in 2016. So, but uh, mm-hmm. maybe they're we're thinking why did they do that? Maybe because it was the Labor Day holiday in the United States. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but um, but yeah, they they got they got the date set. I'm excited. 
Uh, we're going to be covering it, and we'll definitely have our post mm-hmm. coverage next week. Uh, so, and as as many other mm-hmm. podcasts, I'll be on next week as well. So, uh, but uh, let's. Uh, I. I I, I like to just talk with all of you um, what we'd like to see, but let's. Uh, I wanted to start off with you know, everybody's talking about iPhone first. Let's talk about Apple Watch. Uh, what 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 do you want to see with the Apple Watch? Um, there was a story here. I have a link in the show notes that the Series Seven Watch and the SE Watch have become uh, pretty much unavailable before this event, which is rather interesting. So, uh, mm-hmm. especially the SE, maybe that, that's kind of telling me maybe there's is is there going to be an, an SE uh, upgrade? I mean, I, I, we, we've talked about the. The watch series nine that's going to uh, <laughs> going to be out. I'm sorry, series eight uh, that's going to be out uh, for sure. I think. Um, but what yeah. do you guys want to see, Patrice? What do you think the SE is going to be something that's going to um, get updated? I mean, yeah, I would be surprised. I mean, I hope the the, the uh, like Apple Watch series three is out because that thing is so old oh. and it's not going to run mm-hmm. the new i new iOS uh, new yeah. iPad. Sorry, the new Apple Watch, the new Watch OS. Um, so I hope that one is out. Honestly, the SE is not that much better. Like it, it's not, it's not very, very modern. Um, so I hope they drop it and then do something because like for developers, <laughs> it's a pain. I can tell you that. Yeah. Um, for, for features, I mean, honestly, um, I hope for some at, at enhanced, uh, like sleep features and maybe an extra sensor. Mm-hmm. That would be great. Okay. Like body temperature or something. I don't think blood glucose is ready, but like maybe body temperature they could do. Yeah, I wish it was. I mean, that, people have been asking mm. about that for for since for the Apple years. Watch was released. Michael basically. and I's friend Davis was was doing a podcast about the uh, tech uh, tough for the diabetic tech savvy stuff, mm. and that's just so mm-hmm. huge. I mean, I have plenty of conversations mm-hmm. about that, and um, and yeah, it's. I just, I know it, Apple would do it if they. I, you know that they're just not ready with the technology just yet. Yeah. It, so, um, what about you, Michael? You, I assume, I think you have an Apple Watch, but what? what? Oh, I have an Apple Watch. I, I gotta double check. Actually, I was doing that now. I think I have a a four. Series four. And, okay. Yeah, series four, and I just haven't seen the need to upgrade yet. I mean, yes, sure. there's some new health benefits, and I'm sure they'll mm-hmm. make. More health benefits, but this has been a solid watch. Mm-hmm. There's been, you know, no issues with the Apple Watch OS, and I can't justify yet yeah. getting a you know getting an upgrade. Um, it's solid, and I get the middle of the line. I get the um, the with the stainless steel, not the mm-hmm. not the aluminum, because as I had learned, as I read in a in a, in a blog entry once, another attorney's like so. His mother asked him, so, you know, when you go to court, you're going to wear the watch. And he's like, yeah. He's like, well, do you want them to see an aluminum watch? You want them to see, you know, silver, Mm -hmm. you know, a a steel watch. And, you know, it just looks more professional. uh, And I, and I like it. It's like I said, it's solid. I've got the, uh, I still have the linked uh, bracelet that I bought with a (laughs) series zero. Oh, wow. And and actually I, I heard there's rumors that the next Apple watch, Maybe like there may be a pro version where right. the bands may not work anymore. That was yeah. And, that, and, that was interesting. And, it, that was and interesting. I was worried in the very beginning that uh, you know was worried in the beginning that Apple watches watch bands were going to go the way of like getting a skin for your phone or your laptop. That you know if you move to the next generation, it's not going to fit because of different ports and whatnot. And I hope this does, I hope this does not become a trend with Apple watches because I don't need to spend any more money on accessories. Yeah. All of us, we all have lots of bands. Yeah. So. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, I've got I've got one other band, and I keep forgetting to switch it. No, I've been wearing the the, the <laughs> soul, solo loop here forever. I, I haven't okay. changed it mm-hmm. since I got. It. I love this band. Yeah. Yeah, I rarely ever switch out. Like this is the I think last year's Pride band and. I, like I rarely ever switch that. Is that yeah. is that a weave band? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they did like oh. I think last year they did like one of the solo right bands. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because early like on this one. I did, but, but early simple. on I had done a weave band and it was getting it was discolored because I was getting sweaty. Mm-hmm. I don't have that problem. I've had this. No, actually, I think it's two years old even. Okay, it's been been a while. I wash it every oh, now and I'm then. I'm talking years ago though, but I'm talking years mm-hmm. ago. So yeah. Um, uh, but you well, go ahead, Ben. I've been literally on the same sport nylon sport loop band since the series zero. Okay. They're really good. 
They're, they're good. I, I pull up my collection behind me here. I got way too many. <laughs> you got a box. Inclu- including a Cubs band I haven't worn in a long time. So I got, yeah, I got, <laughs> got to represent the sports team here too. Um, but you do, you got, you just mentioned the, the rugged pro Apple watch. They are working on, uh, from what the rumors are, some extreme sports version, uh, that will have a much larger screen. Uh, definitely not something I would probably be interested in. I'm going to imagine the pricing is going to be, uh, quite a bit, uh, quite a bit higher. Mm-hmm. So, uh, because it's gonna be, you know, for athletes, hikers, and others who want to, to more extreme conditions, that's probably going to be that that audience for that particular watch. It's going to be interesting to see where that mm-hmm. goes. But like I said, you can expect that or higher price tag for sure. And, and well, people, there are going to be people who spend it uh, as far as the watch goes. Um, <laughs> any any bets on whether we're going to see someone climbing up a mountain? Yeah, <laughs> to show that it, it, it's extreme. Uh, yeah, um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Couple of the health features. So, well, the S, the chip's going to be upgraded S8. They're saying from the S7. Uh, I don't think that's too overly too, too important for most people. Uh, temperature sensor could be added in as a possible health feature. So they're looking at some some of those kind of things here. Uh, this one's interesting. One I mentioned. So we're going to talk about car here in a little bit. The car car crash detection. Uh, we already got the fall detection on the Apple Watch. I mean, it's interesting to see if that's going to come to be. Uh, because of the accelerometer that's uh, that can detect, detect car accidents. Uh, that kind of makes sense because that's probably a good chunk of the accidents that happen while you like while you have a watch on. I mean, it's probably faults and then probably car crashes as, as the next option or yeah. the next next most likely one. So, kind of makes sense. Um, they also said uh, with the activity tracking, there's going to be a probably a boatload of updates. Activity tracking, nothing really specific, mm. but. Um, this was interesting too. There's an Apple Watch patent. You know, can you can't watch the patents really because Apple does do a lot of patents and a lot of times they don't come to be. Um, but they're saying <laughs> potentially there could be uh, for biometric authentication, uh, featuring an authentication identity based on the wearer's skin pattern. That's interesting. Uh, it could eliminate the need for a passcode when wearing the Apple Watch. Hmm. That, mm-hmm. I'd like That's to see that. that. That should be an Me interesting too. type of thing too. So, but was, I mean, I'm glad to see another year of the, another Apple Watch. I have the Series Seven, and I, I'll resist yeah. so hard not to buy the Series Eight. But you know, I'll give in. And <laughs> <laughs> I didn't well, get well, the Seven last year, so I'm. I wasn't going to, but I ended up doing it. <laughs> the <laughs> Apple Card, Patrice. I'm telling you, it's just oh, too easy. Yeah. I don't want to go looking back. <laughs> but, but Dave, what I, would be what would be the the need? Or what would be the factor that would make you jump from the seven to the eight? What is that one thing that you're looking that, for? You just want the next just, new shiny thing. Just the upgrade. <laughs> just like I upgrade the <laughs> iPhone every year too, is I'm on the Apple got the upgrade program. So you know mm, I'm same there. here. So, yeah, so I'm not because I can't. Yeah. <laughs> program yeah. is not available here. So. Just like Apple Card. I know. I'm sorry. I wish you had it out there. It's mm. so awesome. Well, I uh, still have an Apple Card, so that's oh, a good yeah. story. Yeah. <laughs> but the upgrade right. program I don't care. Yeah, yeah. So uh are you gonna do you think you'd upgrade Ben? I, which one do you have right now series seven blue yeah i have the blue one too i, I mean, think we have the same one see oh yeah yeah probably the same bit ba- probably came the same band yeah I, but, <laughs> but, I went right with this one but yeah i mean hey, I, I, hey wait 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 i i forgive me i have to interject here okay i have breaking news okay i have breaking news uh-oh so Forgive me, because I went in the Apple store to look at my Apple store to figure out whether or not I, what watch I had right now. And I looked at my order regarding my um, Mac Studio that I had ordered with the M1 Ultra chip that I'm supposed to get in October 13th to October 20th. And, you know, obviously that's another month, uh, six weeks. Yeah. Six plus weeks. And it just moved from processing to preparing to ship. Nice. So, you know, breaking news, breaking news. Yeah. (laughs) I, 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 you know, I, I'm, I'm really excited. Of course, I'm going to be really pissed if like they come out with like, um, the, the, the Mac studio, but with the M2 chip in it. Um, after all the time I went, cause I ordered this back in late July. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so, 
So we'll, we're, so it's it's breaking news, and we'll see if we get upsetting news in the next couple of weeks. <laughs> Apple announcements. Let, but, let's but, ship let's ship 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 the one for Michael, and then we'll see. Yeah, pretty, yeah, pretty much. And and Dave, forgive me for for interrupting oh, the show with. I'm with I, the, I, I, I'm happy to open up for any breaking news for some exciting <laughs> Apple products so, and, arriving and, in your home. And, and post pro, and post production, you need to put like breaking news uh, banner. <laughs> That's right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, a couple other things with the Apple Watch. Um, there is going to be a new color option, red. That's going to be interesting because the product red that they hadn't put that on uh, mm-hmm. the Apple Watch. Mm-hmm. Um, and one notable thing I think is going to be good because if I seem to remember correctly, when the Series 7 came out, they had a huge backlog in trying to get one. I, I gave in. And this is actually the cellular version because they had it in stock, but the regular one they didn't. So I, I think I did mm-hmm. that. Two years in a row, uh, but uh, as I don't, I don't buy. I don't find any value of having cellular on the on the Apple Watch, so I yeah. just don't use it. But um, yeah, but they're saying my the, last cellular. Yeah. Uh, so mm-hmm. so the, the rumors are saying that uh, potentially that uh, that the uh, the shipping they they're doing a much better job with production. So yeah, if I if I do decide yeah. to go to Series Eight, I'll probably but, do do my best yeah. to be a non cellular version. Yeah, but what what might make the cellular cellular version worth it would be if the new like rumored satellite service comes to mm. the Apple Watch. Like I, right. I've been thinking about that, like a like a satellite emergency service, like those really expensive watches that you can buy, where you can like no matter where you're in the world, right? Like, they will send someone to like rescue you, basically. Um, but, if but they can Patrice, do that. How often, but Patrice, how often are you, are the four of us going to be in somewhere in the world where, quite <laughs> where? frankly, we're not going to have cell uh, mm. cell service. Um. Um, um, it it does actually like I live in Austria and it does actually happen quite often here. Like in okay. the mountains and stuff, people get like pe- people get stuck up on mountains somewhere like for like 12, 14, 16 hours before someone notices and, and sends the rescue team. So I would say it's it's not uncommon. I, I, I yeah. do have a friend who goes to South America. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. South Antarctica. I'm sorry, Antarctica. Forgive me. Oh yeah. Uh, uh, once a year for work, so I could see him needing it there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm sorry, I interrupted Ben. I was going to say I live in a place where we have uh, very high lead line cliffs. Mm-hmm. So once you get off the main roads and down into the valleys mm-hmm. by hiking. Cellular service is not a guarantee, mm-hmm. especially with U.S. cellular who, who have not kept up with their network. Yep. All right. Well, let's uh, go ahead and move on. We can go briefly go through the Apple, uh, uh, the iPhone. Um, let, me, let me just open it up. Patrice, what, do you, what, what are you hoping to see uh, with the iPhone 14? Um. That is a really good question. I think um, for the most part, a little bit better battery life would be great. Um, always on display, uh, like on top of that, that mm-hmm. I think is the one that I think most people are thinking is going to happen. Yeah. Other than that, I mean, I'm going to upgrade because I always do, but I'm not looking for anything specific. No? How about you, Ben? It's a really good device. I'm one well, really happy with my iPhone 12 Max. Okay. So I don't know if there's how a lot that can get me to upgrade, but I mean, honestly, the one thing, I think the two things that could get me to upgrade, we will, we won't be seeing for a while and that's USB-C and a foldable. Yeah. Well, foldable. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a whole nother story. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and in USB-C. Not yeah. I just don't see that happening right away. I mean, still, unfortunately, I know the lightning is long in the tooth to be replaced, but, uh, it's, I don't see it happening anytime soon here. Maybe next year, but, who knows? But, I mean, when it comes down to it, creating this architecture that is also designed for computers, for the last couple of years, Apple have has made phones that are real, too damn good for their own good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How about you, Michael? You're, you're like me. You upgrade every year. I upgrade every year, but also I will probably try to convince the wife to upgrade uh, from her 10 to the 14. Oh my God, she's I mean, overdue. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, 
I know some people who have seven and they're happy yeah, with well, them. They, I'm like, they can't be anymore. It's on the line though. <laughs> but True. Yeah, I mean, the, the one thing I could tell from her phone to mine is, is the pictures and oh, it, it, it drives me nuts. And so this could be a good reason, hopefully to yeah. get her to upgrade. Is that your seven? My old, my old work phone was a seven. I yeah. literally yeah. just upgraded it. And we, and Patrice and I both use iPhones as cameras, their webcams. Mm-hmm. So, so you're looking at right now. So. I think um, I still have a, a seven plus in the drawer beside me. <laughs> this one's a 10 R so it's still current. So I'm, I'm okay. This is an US eight. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, I mean, some of the old, th- a lot of the chatter been the cameras. They're going to do some, some major upgrading to the cameras probably as they do every year. Um, you know, probably the wider angle lens, more uh, higher uh, sense sensor, uh, uh, so you're going to see see changes. You know, I think they're rumoring the 48 megapixel wide camera and focus pixels. I mean, that's going to be interesting if that's that comes to truth. Comes to the truth. Um, but yeah, I, I think the satellite based features is going to be something that that'll be definitely notable. Of note, I don't think it's too terribly important, but no surprise that they're going to upgrade. So with the Wi-Fi 6E is is connectivity, and, and you know, not a lot of people have that right now. So I don't think that's a huge feature. I do now because I have. Uh, you know, I have the Eero that I that I that I bought uh, about maybe a month ago here at Tom Lovin. And I did a review of that in the previous show. Uh so yeah, I, I see I see some differences in that. Um I also see storage. They were talking about potentially there being a, a two terabyte version, which I think is insane for an iPhone. More so, I would think it would lean on the high end, maybe the Pro Max for those who want to, uh, who, who are serious photographers using iPhones and need the storage. Um, I could price imagine the price is going to put over two thousand dollars, I would think. But if that were the case, but the one terabyte, I thought it's too much as it is. I like I have a sweet spot. <laughs> two fifty six is more than enough for me. Yep. yep. And you had to get at least two fifty six anyway because of uh, the raw and and the uh, the higher higher video uh, resolution Correct. too. Yeah, I mean, yeah, with, right. with iCloud offload, I have mm-hmm. been perfectly fine with yeah. 256. Yeah, no. and I use I put a lot of crap on my phone. <laughs> you I know, do too. I it's funny you talk about iCloud because there was an article recently about how. If forgive me if I'm going off topic. Um, that's right. Because I really I don't like the cloud services with regards to backing up your photos. Not that I'm doing quote unquote anything illicit, but some guy got contacted by the police because the Google police um All right. the contacted CCM. the authorities because he had taken yeah. some photographs of their of his young child who had some rashes and he was sending it to the doctor and the Google police were snooping in and doing whatever you know i know apple mm-hmm. is is much better regarding privacy they tried to roll out some sort of algorithm a couple of years ago with known you know pictures but yeah. i i just don't like the whole concept of people looking in my private photos for that kind of stuff it, you know it, yeah but i mean there are there are solutions for that like you, do, like you can offload the photos into mm-hmm. your own yeah. private like cloud right. storage that you host um, right. and, and not have it on your phone. I just checked. I have 130 gigs of data on my phone. Now, I, I've been writing an editorial because, you, you know, think about those people who do deal with that stuff in a professional legal way, mm-hmm. whether mm-hmm. it's the police or attorneys or prosecutors. And, you know, they get called by the Apple or Google police because, hey, you have this, you know, on your computer, on your mm. device, whatever. Well, of course I do. I'm prosecuting or I'm or, or defending, you know, you, they're you know, entitled to defense attorneys, too. It's just uh, it, it makes me really uncomfortable. But mm. off topic. No, of course. Um any other thoughts? I mean, I think, uh, let's just go watch the event next week, and we're going definitely mm-hmm. going to cover it here. You're going to be seeing a lot of coverage everywhere. But, but but I do know what the big the big story out of that's going to be. What's that? The big story out of the new uh, iPhone. It's going to be the notch. Oh yeah, I didn't mention that. It's going to be the notch. It's going to be too big, too obvious. It's it's, it's a pinhole now. <laughs> no, yes. I, I thought it was going to be a wider one. I thought it was going to be bigger to encapsulate the the new camera and the mic. There's conflicting stories from yeah. the room. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. Either way, like no matter what it is, there's going to no, be gonna a be problem happy. with it. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't care about the notch. I never have. I don't mind no, it on no. my MacBook Pro. I don't. I don't see it. I don't even yeah, see it. I don't it, even right? notice it. Yeah, no. exactly. So we'll, uh, we'll definitely give you the coverage to the after show. So, uh, and uh, there's going to be a lot to talk about. So um, I've got a couple other stories I wanted to, to chat about this, uh, this week, uh, topics, I should say. Um, could this be the future? Uh, T-Mobile has partnered with SpaceX um, and they're looking to uh, have coverage using the Starlight satellites. Uh, so they, they sent out a press release earlier th- uh, this week uh, saying that they were going to use low Earth orbit satellites and, and partner with SpaceX to uh, to get better coverage in the rural areas uh, around the world, for that matter. So, you know, there's there's coverage that are tough, are tough to, to deal with sometimes when it comes to this. And I uh, mm-hmm. thought this was an interesting topic to, to, to chat about. Of course, we love Elon Musk now. Uh, but uh, but uh, I think... Uh, like they mentioned here, there's well over a half a million square miles in the United States, in addition to vast stretches of ocean that are untouched by cell signals for any provider. Yeah. Um, so I think this is a huge uh, uh, stride towards the uh, towards doing this because we all know that satellite coverage was never really great because we've had satellite uh, internet has always had a bit of lag and. So I'd be interesting to see where this goes. I, I, thought, I don't know what your thoughts are, Patrice, about this as far as where, where this would go. I mean, we just talked about it. Like the place, the places where you want coverage. And it's not coverage for I can watch the latest TikTok uh, right. like a video. It's like, coverage for I can call someone emergencies. if I need help for emergencies. And, and as I said, the places that you just mentioned are exactly the places where you would want coverage and you don't have it. Right. So this totally makes sense. Like, I mean, this kind of obvious. And I have, I, I know some people who are on, on Starlink mm-hmm. um, and, and they're really happy. I mean, one of my employees, like here in Austria, like he lives in the middle of nowhere. Like he said, like satellite access is the, is the thing that is the easiest for him because he has like, he, he lives basically on a mountain and like he has perfect sight to any satellite. So like inter- getting, getting DSL there or anything like that, impossible. Yeah. But satellite internet, not a problem. And he's like, it's perfectly fine. We have no problems with video calls, nothing. Like weather hasn't been a big problem either. So I'm I'm very ex- I mean I'm very excited for about this. Like it's I yeah. think this is this is a good step. Definitely. What do you think, Ben? I mean, we have places in this country which are I hate to say it basically third world when it comes to telecommute telecommunications mm-hmm. infrastructure. Yes. Let alone other other countries. Mm-hmm. I mean, having bundling satellites and uh and cellular together on basically the same frequencies and doing it in a way that is seamless. Mm-hmm. I mean, that definitely makes things better. You're not like people have said, you're not going to be watching YouTube videos on cellular, but I mean, getting out an email, getting out a text message, getting out a, a phone call can be the difference between life and death, death in some situations. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, for sure. So what do you think, Michael? I think, you know, I'm putting two and two together. I would not be surprised if we have some sort of special announcement with uh, Apple announcing that the new iPhone satellite is going to be tied exclusively with Mm T-Mobile, sort of like what they did when they first came out with the iPhone with AT&T, or maybe one of the other two or three carriers, two carriers now. Um, Wasn't 5G on on Verizon originally? I think so. I think they talked about 5G and Verizon a lot in doing that event. Like yeah, two years I ago. I think that? I recall that because AT&T it, was the last yeah. of 5G. Yeah. 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 And I think also that the technology will increase to such a degree that you will be able to get, you know, a, a great upload download speed when you're, you know, in the mountains, in the Himalayas mm-hmm. or on the Pacific Ocean on a boat um, mm-hmm. so that you can watch your TikToks and hear you too because that's what you need to be doing when you're lying on a raft waiting to be rescued yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> true yeah, and, I uh, some time <laughs> and i'll just kind of add to what ben mentioned about you know these these areas that are hard to struggle with having any coverage anywhere for internet 
and none of these none of these internet providers like uh, Xfinity or, or AT&T or any of these companies are even willing to go and run fiber mm-hmm. or, or cable lines to those locations because it's too costly for them. Yeah, because, mm-hmm. I mean, if you look, go and look at your cellular uh, coverage map, there'll be like large par- portions of the Dakotas, Montana, Wyoming, right. no- northern Colorado that are literal dead zones. Yeah, so it's it, this is this is a welcome thing. I think uh, I'm hoping uh, that it does come, you know, come to those areas so that you get good internet yeah. coverage. Because it's, I can I know we all know we've been in the hot spots where it's just it's just impossible. To, you're like I can't get on the internet. This is crazy. I'm going nuts. I gotta have it. So, um, so de- definitely definitely important here. So, um, though I do I do have to say one thing. Mm-hmm. Uh my 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 um. My family's cabin is in a plate in one of those dead zones. Uh-huh. And when I'm vacationing, I kind of actually like not having signal. <laughs> yep. That, yeah. def- definitely important. So yeah. and, uh, and you you can say about Elon Musk what you want, and you can you can even like yeah. argue about the, the satellites and, and the issues that they cause because there are so many up there mm-hmm. already and they need more. But they're doing a lot of things for people in those rural areas. Yeah, oh, oldness sure. is is not one of his one of the things he is lacking. No, no. Um, and then the last topic this week I wanted to touch on a little bit here is the Apple Car. There's always been a rumor about this for years and years. Um, they did a did a survey that, that the Apple Car is highly rated by possible buyers before it even exists. Um, there was a survey of, of car buyers that report. A quarter would definitely consider an Apple car, including more than 50% of the Tesla owners asked, which is interesting. Uh, Apple has not officially or even hinted that it's working on an Apple car. Um, but the torrent of patents and regulatory uh, paperwork that's been filed, it's, it means it's a serious project. Uh, but I don't see it happening in the next few years. But it, there's definitely a strategic vision uh, that's going to be uh Report that 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 consultant that that actually did this uh, with uh, three decades. Uh, it's surveying new car vehicle owners or what they would consider, and they based it on more so on the branding because they say Apple Car mm. and Apple is a is a good brand, uh, and 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 Apple is the third highest brand consideration with twenty six percent of customers stating that they would definitely consider an Apple branded vehicle in the future. You know, versus. Just about just behind Toyota, Honda, and followed by Ford and Tesla. So, uh, Patrice, what do you think? Do you think do you think an Apple car is <laughs> going to come to fruition? I I just I have it. I have doubts. I mean, the, I, I, the EVs are just so. I mean, all these car manufacturers are are, are setting their goals to 2030, 2035. They're going to be yeah. all electric. I mean, I I'm a big Dodge fan. The Dodge Charger is gone after 2023 because it's the muscle yeah. cars. So it's all they're all electric. They introduced the electric car, yeah. and I, it's, I find it crazy that I, a muscle car like Dodge Charger is going to be electric. <laughs> but that's a whole other story. I mean, story. Ford F150, right? Yeah, that's um, I mean, for one, this 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 whole thing. I mean, I I can just chuckle about this. Like they ask people to imagine something and then ask them whether they would buy it. So I mean, yeah. that that's in right. itself kind of a weird question. Um, but I I do believe that Apple is. I mean, no, we do know that Apple is working on it. They have not officially admitted it, but all the job postings and the regulatory filings and all of that, it is very very clear that they're working on it. Yeah. Um. And 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 I mean Tim Cook has hinted at least at it. He he never flat out said yes, we're working on a car, but he right. did mention like drop a hint here or there because it was so obvious already. Like mm-hmm. why why hold back? Um, I think it, it, I, I do think eventually they're gonna like build a car, but it's probably not gonna be one that you buy. Right. Yeah. And it's probably like five to ten years away still. Like maybe oh. twenty. I I think I said twenty twenty eight. That's my prediction right now. That's that sounds about fair. Uh, what do you think, Ben? Is it something that uh, it's going to maybe be sooner, or do you think it's going to be like what Patrice says? I, I think the the Apple, I think Project Titan right. is the current version of the Apple TV TV. <laughs> I think okay. Apple, what Apple showed off at WWDC as far as a car interface is great. But I also don't know if I want Apple 
producing my car. And mm-hmm. I also don't know if there's one car that can fit the wants and desires of the entire world. No, it won't. No. It won't. I, I'm no. pretty sure app, what Apple is doing is more in the direction of Waymo to offer yeah. a car, a car service that you can you can hire, and it's like a self-driving car that comes to you when you need it. Yeah, um, and maybe even different models because I think once they have the technology down, uh, it doesn't really matter what car it is as much. Yeah, and I mean we're seeing GM, Ford, and Hyundai make increasingly mainstream. Mm-hmm. electric vehicles that in many cases are very close right. to their gas powered ones i mean these or surpass uh, them like the f4 f150 yeah yeah, yeah lightning for f150 mm-hmm. yeah the lightning yeah yeah gm e, blazer ev mm-hmm. they know how to, to mass produce vehicles they know what car buyers buy and i think for apple it's a lot easier to work on the car experience. But to be honest, that's the lacking part of modern <laughs> yes. vehicles with right. their 10,000 inch uh, mm-hmm. screens. CarPlay. And I really liked what I saw out of future CarPlay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Me too. What do you think, uh, Michael? Do you, do you have any, would you drive an Apple car? I, I would drive an Apple car, but I wouldn't purchase one until we get version 2.0. Yeah. And, Good point. and yeah. the same thing with the operating system, a 2.0. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to uh, jump in. Like, I wouldn't buy the first Tesla or be the first, you know, moonshot as a, as a guest passenger kind of thing. I, you know, yeah. I'd wait a while, let them work out the kinks and even then keep a, an eye on it. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um. As I mentioned about the Dodge Charger, uh, even even Dodge patented a the the sound, and it's not really a sound. It actually is derived. It's uh, derived from the actual electric motors that are in the vehicle. And when you rev the car and you and you go to to drive it, it'll actually sound like my my Charger, where it revs and gear gives me the the muscle. Yeah, I will have to say this about that. Kind of getting off topic. Stellantis, who is now the owner of right. Chrysler, right. Um, they hor- they handled that set of announcements absolutely horribly. I agree. It was a hor- I was well, I watched they, the whole thing. So, yeah, because they announced that they were discontinuing the Charger and Challenger. Right. Then they announced the very European based Hornet, and yeah. then they announced the EV Charger, almost looking as like they're like. Oh, we screwed up. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, the, the Hornet, I think, is going to be a big selling car. I mean, it's the technology I saw that was in it. And I think that that's going to be out uh, in the fall. I believe that vehicle is going to be available. So but I think that's going to be a hybrid, though, uh, that model, uh, at least for now. Um, so it's it's definitely going to be interesting times in the car in the car world for electric electric vehicles and CarPlay. I mean, I, I agree with you. I think that that full hot screen for CarPlay, I, I would love to to see that uh, come into play for for vehicles for the future. So, and I think Apple's going to be really there with that part of the technology, at least the CarPlay part of it. You know, very mm-hmm. probably sooner than later. So. All right, I think we've just gone through a, a full hour here and just had just a blast with all our great conversations. Let me uh, go ahead and wrap things up throughout the show. Um, that is a wrap for this week. Please send your comments, questions, and suggestions to our email address, which is feedback at intouchwithios.com. You can follow us on Twitter at intouchwithios. Support the show. Buy me a coffee at intouchwithios.com slash coffee. We would really appreciate it. Uh, you can become a patron of the show by going to patreon.com slash in touch west. We have two tiers available to support the show. We would really appreciate it. Make sure you like, share, subscribe, and smash that bell to be notified when we are live streaming, which is usually on Thursday nights at uh, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific uh, on our YouTube channel, which is youtube.com slash uh, in touch with ios visit in touch with ios magazine on flipboard where many of the articles that we discuss including the ones that we just discussed today are flipped into that magazine you can find the link in our show notes you can subscribe to the show in our your favorite podcatcher includes including mimir pocket cast overcast and many others but better yet go to our website at in touch with where all the links to all the ways to listen to us are there 
I am Dave Ginsburg, and you can find me on Twitter at DaveG65. Ben, thanks so much for being here as a first-time guest. Really appreciate you being here. Where can people find you? You can find me at Ben Rathig on social media. Um, you can also find me occasionally on the British Tech Network. And uh, hopefully i got some more things coming soon. Absolutely. And we'll definitely have you back. So thanks for being here. Appreciate it. Uh, Patrice, always a thrill and a pleasure to have you on the show. <laughs> and uh, where can people find you? Well, you can find me on uh, the Big Show and the Mac Show on the British Tech Network, Thursdays and Fridays always, except for next week because we're skipping skipping Big Show on Thursday. Um, you can find everything I'm doing, the social media links, the projects, the podcasts, um, if you want to buy me a coffee, all of that on thepatrice.com. And if you want to listen to really interesting people talk about food and food-related stories and memories, I have an interview show called Footy Flashback at footyflashback.com where I interview those people. I was on it and, and you definitely got to come mm-hmm. to Chicago soon. <laughs> oh, yes, I do. Oh, yes. <laughs> uh, and uh, last but not certain, certainly not least, uh, Michael DJ Eisenberg, thank you for being here as well and uh, adjusting your schedule to being with us. Uh, where can people find you? Thanks, Dave. Uh, people can find me at the techsavvylore.page. Uh, they can listen to me at the techsavvylore.page podcast wherever you get your podcast feeds, including Apple Podcasts. And if you like what I'm doing, please feel free to buy me a coffee that you can uh, find the link at, at my excuse me at my webpage. Again, the techsavvylore.page. Great. Thanks, Dave. Thanks. Thanks again. And thank you for listening. We really appreciate you listening. We really enjoyed the show. And we look forward to next week with the big events, and we'll get get to hear what's going on next week. But until then, thanks for listening, and we'll talk again soon. Mm-hmm.